You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I'm the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show, Lucas Smith. Not going to take up too much of your time today talking live, but I do want to tell you that I'm talking with Ben Fredrickson of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch today. We're going to have part one released today, part two coming out tomorrow, so we will end this conversation kind of mid-conversation. Right after the end, we're talking about Dexter Fowler, uh, finish up the offense conversation, uh, but then the... uh, the rest of the uh, pitching conversation will be released tomorrow. So it will end a little bit of a mid-conversation uh, right after we talk about the, the outfield and Dexter Fowler, and then we're talking pitching tomorrow. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you guys a little bit about the game tomorrow, but uh, today's show is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and, on the iOS device and get in on the action to talk with me. Uh, Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. But don't want to take up too much more of your time because Ben and I, fellow Mizzou, um, or he's a Mizzou graduate, I'm a Mizzou student, so we had a good, good time talking. So without further ado, here is a chat with Ben Fredrickson of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. I'm joined by Ben Fredrickson of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Ben, how are you doing this wonderful Thursday morning? Hey, Lucas. Good to be with you. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, man, plenty to discuss with Cardinals baseball. That's for sure. Some good, some bad. But uh, <laughs> they're off to a start, which is uh, which is good because we, we weren't sure what 2021 was going to look like, but uh, certainly better than, than nothing. That's for sure. Yes. Off to a start is probably the best way, <laughs> best way to put it. Um, Ben, fellow fellow Mizzou grad, or I got, I'm not a grad yet, but fellow Mizzou Tigers, so should have a good time today. I want to start with a general question. You mentioned, you know, they're off to a start. What have your general impressions been like for this Cardinal team uh, when it's 12 games in, 9, 12 games in? Well, I think that the problem areas we saw have, you know, have played out. We, we've seen a team that has some really good players, a team that does some things really well. Um, I really like this team's bullpen. I think it's deep and strong. Um, this team's defense, for the most part, is pretty good. That Nolan Arenado guy is pretty good. Uh, I, I, think, I don't think I made a miss there. Um, you know, they've got some, uh, they've got, they've got an impressive third baseman, that's for sure. And it's been awesome to see, you know, what Yadier Molina has done, you know, as he's approaching age 39. So they've got some things working in their, in their direction, but the, their shaky points, you know, are going to be until further notice their, their rotation because they're missing two guys who were supposed to be a part of that in, in Kim and Michaelis. And that has gotten off to a rocky start. And then the other one, which will be probably shakier longer because it's not a, as much of a health based thing is the outfield. It's encountered some turbulence because of injuries to Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill, but those guys weren't uh, exactly all that proven players um, to begin with. And now we're seeing some guys get a chance to, to fill those holes and there's going to be some growing pains. Um, and we've seen some good things out of Justin Williams. We've seen some mistakes that are based kind of on his inexperience. We've seen some good things out of Lane Thomas in the past. We haven't seen very many good things out of this season. Um, some of the defensive flaws and we've seen some power out of Austin Dean, but we've seen base running a base running mistake or two by all of these guys. So they're going to have some growing pains in that outfield and how many they can have um, is really going to, I think, depend on their, their, their record. Um, do they have to address this kind of outfield experiment on the fly in most in, in, in an outfield with a team that looks like it's going to win big Dylan Carlson has to be the most inexperienced guy. Who's the kind of the catalyst. What if mm-hmm. factor in this outfield, he's the most 
one of the most proven guys, which right. is not very proven, right? So, yeah. uh, and he's, I think he's a legitimate National League Rookie of the Year candidate, but he doesn't have much going on around him when he's out there, and he's not going to be perfect all the time either. So they're they're carrying kind of that weight of the the outfield around, and when you have that uncertainty, you're going to have games where you score 14 one night and none the next. Yeah, it's just going to be how it works. So. That's been a big one. Those two things, we saw those coming, right? We talked about those all spring. Um, the other one has been Paul DeYoung, who's been disappointing. He's been in a rough spot. That that I didn't see that coming. He had looked good toward the end of spring. So the fact that, that he's not producing right now is, is adding to the offensive malaise here a little bit. Yeah, you basically hit all the points that we're going to talk about today. So I like it. I like. We can it. dig in deeper. Right. <laughs> well, let's let's start with the moment yesterday. Um, we'll we'll start with Yadier Molina. You mentioned him. I mean, arguably, other than Tommy Edmond, he's probably had the best start to the season. Um, yeah, he's probably hitting above 300 last time I checked. And that moment yesterday was just so special between him and and Wainwright on the mound, 2000th game. I mean, I, I talked to this on my, on my show. I think that whoever hits behind Arenado needs to be the hottest hitter at the plate. And right now, that is Yadier Molina. Obviously, Yadier's probably not going to hit 370 for the rest of the year, right? But what do you see Molina's role being? And just talk about, I'm assuming you were there, that, that moment uh, yesterday between him and, and Yadi. Well, it's cool to me is that, that Yadi, you know, so often how many times have we seen the, the time where he delays the game or gives the game a chance to breathe to, to give someone else some love? Mm-hmm. Um, we saw it already this season with Colton Wong, and he comes up to the, for the first plate appearance of the season at Bush and Yachty kind of takes the long lap around home plate to give the fans a chance to cheer for Colton. Um, you can't do that for yourself. Right. Yachty <laughs> would never do it for himself. So I loved that Adam Wainwright took it upon himself to, to make sure that it resonated. And and then of course, Wainwright, Wainwright doesn't do much uh, thing, anything subtly. So he starts <laughs> pumping the crowd up and, you know, Yachty has to kind of say, all right, come on, let's, let's, let's go here. Let's get back to work. And, I just thought that was a great moment. The fact that they were together for it, of course, you know, that there was a reason they probably sat Yachty yesterday or the day before to, to <laughs> yeah. make sure that they got that, that start together, which, you know, Yachty doesn't like to sit for very many reasons. So I guess that one compelled him to, uh, to, to make 2000 be with, with Wainwright. But in terms of the way he's playing, it's pretty impressive, man. I mean, the power's there. We saw the velocity on his throws since spring, um, the defense and obviously pitch calling, game calling, that's always there. Teams just don't run against him. Those things have been there. But the, the way he's hitting and, and, the, and the way he's throwing the baseball have been almost like dial back the, the clock moments. Um, he's hitting for power, too. I mean, I'm with you. I don't think he's your traditional cleanup hitter at all. And I don't think he'll probably continue to hit like this all season. That would be probably unrealistic. But for now, I'm a big fan of don't fix what isn't broken. Mm-hmm. Um, for the lineup, I, I would still kind of like to see Carlson get up to two and then go Edmund Carlson, and then Goldschmidt Arenado, and then Molina five, if Paul DeYoung's hitting like this. But for the time being, I have no problem with, with Molina hitting fourth behind behind Arenado because not only can he surprise you with some power, but he's just – and we've heard Schultz talk about this. He's just such a good situational hitter. Um, you know, he knows when to, to, to get a ball in the air for a sack fly, and he, and he can put one over the fence – if he's swinging away or he can slap a ball the other way to beat the shift. And there's so few guys left now who can do different things with their bat in and at bat. Um, so often we're seeing swing for the fence or strike out. And Yachty's a, Yachty's a more advanced hitter than that. And having a guy like that who has those different skills, I think is a plus when he's playing the way he is and he feels good. He feels healthy. And, you know, I got no problem with where they're hitting him. 
More from Ben Fredrickson of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and myself in just a moment. First, I want to tell you about today's show sponsor, and that is the Locker Room app. It's a perfect place to start or join the conversations about the league or any other sport you're interested in. You'll find fans just like you on this app for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to big news or even just rumors. Be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting a show on Friday. And be sure to head over to my Twitter, LJFastball, to figure out the time and place because that is not decided at this time. But at this time, you can download the free locker room app currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. You can follow me at LJFastball to be notified when my room goes live. And I know you won't want to miss it. I can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on the St. Louis Cardinals. And I cannot wait to see you there. Locker room. Changing the way we talk sports. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Head over to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com be sure you're also listening to the Locked on Today podcast for all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Please enjoy Ben and I's conversation a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, there definitely has been, like like you mentioned, some some retro moments of Yanni in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, that was a big moment or a big um, big key of the offseason for Mosaic Company, right, to bring him and Wayne right back. And, you know, I think the other legacy player, if that's what you want to dub these guys, is Matt Carpenter. And Carpenter also had a very special moment on Tuesday in his home run. He's been getting really unlucky. I mean, the, the sabermetrics will tell you that. And I know fans are getting really tired of us talking about exit velocity and how hard it's hitting the ball. I mean, I mean, from a basic level, a high school level, you always want to hit the ball hard. So it makes sense that that would end up leading to success, right? But how long do you think can the Cardinals go with just relying on possible success? And I think if Carpenter's at his best, you move Edmund to the outfield, that solves one of your outfield spots to me, right? If Edmund can move out there. So how long do, you, do we continue to wait for the exit velos to turn into results for Carpenter? Well, it's a good question. And this one the Cardinals probably don't have a concrete answer on. They're kind of trying to read the tea leaves um, the elephant in the room, of course, is that Matt Carpenter is getting paid $18.5 million this year. So if, if Matt Carpenter's name was was Ben Fredrickson or Lucas Smith and he was on this team, then he wouldn't be on the team anymore. Right. <laughs> he's, he's owed a lot of money. And, and, you know, people get mad about that. I get it. It's not their money. So why should the Cardinals pay it? But I think most people in most careers probably can identify someone who's not performing all that well, but has a track record of doing well and therefore gets more more patience from the bosses um, in part because of their longevity in part because of their salary. I mean, that's just kind of the way business works. Sometimes he is hitting the ball hard, but my, what I see is I really, there's really only, we talk about three true outcomes. Yeah. He's really down to about four. He's got about four. There's either a walk a strikeout. He hits it straight into the shift 
or he hits that, that high, hard foul ball that tends to die at the warning track. Well, the other day, that ball sails out and it hits the foul pole, and all of a sudden that's a home run. If he starts, if those balls start getting off the warning track and into the seats, then he plays. He'll, they'll find a way to play him. If he can do what he did the, the night before that, where he bunts down a shit, but lays down a bunt to beat a very obvious shift and gets a hit out of it, then they'll find a way to play him. Mm-hmm. And if people don't like that, A, tough. B, here's the thing. Who else is demanding playing time? Right. I mean, you have to think of Carpenter. You nailed it. You have to think of Carpenter as part of the outfield conversation. Justin Williams, Austin Dean, Lane Thomas. These guys are going to continue to rotate and bounce around, especially while Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill are out. And if those guys aren't getting it done, if those guys are having over over nights again and again, then they're going to say, well, why don't we give Carpenter a chance? And you play Carpenter at second, you put Edmund in the outfield because Edmund, Edmund's not going to hit one way or the other, depending on where he plays defense. Yeah. He's no, no pun intended, steady Eddie. You can play him wherever. That's part of his, that's part of his strength. He's incredibly versatile. So Carpenter will get chances if, if none of these other outfielders are hitting. And then the other thing is the Cardinals want, the Cardinals wanted to work with Matt Carpenter. Mm-hmm. They want to find a way to use him. They want to find a role for him. So if he keeps giving them chances to, and reasons to keep finding them, then they'll continue to do so. So, you know, is it the all-star break where they have to say, all right, you know, is there, there's, I don't think there's a number. I, I think that they, I think there's a feel. And just the moment, the reason you saw that dugout explode the way it did for Carpenter was because the, the feeling was getting tough. It was getting hard to keep seeing the same things over and over again. And to have a breakthrough now, the question becomes, okay, was that, did that pop the seal? Did, now will the production come? If he goes on another hitless streak for, you know, three weeks, then the Cardinals probably have to say, okay, what are we doing here? And how can we get somebody on the bench who's a little more effective of a bat? You know, they got to pay Matt 20 and a half million to walk away. Wow. They don't just pay him the 18, they pay him the, the buyout. Mm-hmm. So it would be 20 and a half million dollars for him to not play, which we know the Cardinals don't like to do that. They don't like to pay guys <laughs> to walk away. They don't like to pay guys not to play. Now, who would, so right? <laughs> well, nope, not very many teams do, but the Cardinals especially don't. Um, it's very rare. I mean, Mike Leake, Dexter Fowler are some of the rare guys who got paid to play for other places in the recent past. Um, usually when the Cardinals buy out contracts, if they do, you can look at the history of where it gets. I mean, Johnny Peralta was one that it got really bad there. Um, they like to wait and they like to give things a chance to turn around. And you're talking about a guy who's a lifelong Cardinal who got that extension in part because he had played his in Cole career for the Cardinals and had a history of bouncing around and doing whatever they needed them to do the contract. They regret it now. They can't say that. Of course they do, but they're also going to try to get something out of it here. If they're seeing reasons that give them more hope and a home run off the foul pole, that gives them some hope. So you, you extend the experiment a little bit more. One more break before Ben and I talk a little bit more. Be sure to go to betonline.ag for the fastest and easiest way to place your bets on all the sports action. Even though college basketball and the NFL are over, we've still got NBA, NHL, and baseball, college or professional, in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards TV shows and reality TV if you like. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets. One more and. And it's free to sign up. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. And use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E. 
E-D-O-N for a 50% welcome bonus. That means if you deposit 100 bucks, enter the promo code, you'll get 50 free dollars at betonline.ag. Couldn't ask for a better deal. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I think that just like as a society today, it's so counter to baseball because baseball, you need time to judge results, right? And as a society, we are instant. How can we get instant results, right? You know, I feel like I struggle with this on my podcast. If after one 14 run day, the offense is fixed, right? Because we, we saw it, but the next day they, they get shut out. And I, I agree. It was tough to see Carpenter struggle because no matter who you are, he's a guy that you can root for. I've never had a problem with him personally. He's a great guy in the clubhouse, tremendous moments as a Cardinal. It was tough to see him struggle. Um, but I think that, you know, like, like you said, if anybody else goes two for 37 in spring training, they're not making the roster spot. Right. But, but Carpenter did because of his name and that is what it is. But talking a little bit about the outfield, it was clear why they traded Dexter Fowler to, to get the young guys, the opportunities. Um, do you see them trying to put a package together for, I know Cardinal fans want Michael Conforto to come over or Joey Gallo. Do you see them doing that at the deadline? If, if they're in it and the outfield still isn't producing. I, I think they could realistically be shopping for a legitimate outfielder, proven outfielder by the, by the, around that point, if they don't get somebody to kind of emerge and grab hold of this thing. Um, yeah, I think that could happen. Um, now there's a lot of time between now and then, and they're going to hope that by then Justin Williams is looking like a legit player. They're going to hope that Harrison Bader comes back and hits. I mean, for everybody who is excited about Harrison Bader, not being a part of the picture, uh, I can understand that to some degree because they had I hopes for these other guys, but right now Harrison Bader looks like a guy who would be helping this outfield more than hurting it. Um, you know, his career OPS is better than what any of these other guys are doing. Um, you know, he, having him in there with Carlson would, would maybe add a little more experience to that mix. He would have caught some of those balls in center field. We've seen dropping <laughs> in the past few games. I mean, this is reality, right? Um, you know, so maybe he, maybe he finds a way to finally, you know, get some success against right-handed pitchers and, and they change their mind. But as of right now, I think you look at this team and say it needs some outfield help, some proven outfield help. And the trade deadline would be the time to do that because by then teams will have decided, are they, are they in it or out? Are they selling or, or buying? Who's for sale? Right now, everybody who wants that trade to happen, every team right now feels like it can win. Mm-hmm. So trades, why would you trade a good outfielder if you think you got a chance? You know, at the all-star break around that time or at the trade deadline around that time, you kind of know, you know, more or less. And there are teams that pull that, 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 that punt sooner than others. Um, and, you know, then that, that conversation might happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, I think it could happen. I think it's premature to, to start figuring out who it will be now because by the time the trade deadline comes around, some guys will be hurt. Mm-hmm. Some guys won't be playing well. Um, some teams will that could have been trading guys might be in it. And some teams that might not – might not be looking like they're 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 not going to contend now could fall apart. I mean that's that's really why you kind of you 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 keep an eye on guys and you wait because it hasn't sorted itself out yet. It feels like a cop out answer, I know, but uh, but there's really you know how many times have we have we identified a guy that everybody should trade for and then by the time they get there that team is good. It's like why would they trade that player? Um, they're trying to win. Um, the the thing you said about Fowler, you know. For folks who haven't been made aware, you know, I, I did see some of, well, they shouldn't have traded Dex. Well, Dexter Fowler is now out for the season. He tore his ACL um, in a really gruesome base running accident 
And part of the reason the Cardinals were looking long beyond that is his, he had some health problems that weren't, that weren't allowing him to play all that much at times. So I don't think they made a mistake in doing that. And I think they do have to figure out what's going on with this outfield. The question is going to be the timeline. How much time do they need to decide if they have major league outfielders in their internal options or not? And the trade deadline provides kind of a natural deadline to make an all-in or all-out call on that, if it's still an obvious weakness of the team at that point. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, I wasn't trying to say that, that, that they shouldn't have traded Fowler. It was just, you know, but I think that... No, no, I, I know, but I, I've heard that. And I, yeah. and I understand why people might say that, but the guy's got to be healthy to play. And, yeah. and once again, we've seen he's not. Yeah, I mean, even last year, it was more of a medical issue uh, of why he didn't play, but he was out for a significant time last year as well. 